0: Hello, everyone. This is Brittany Hill, and you're tuning in into Six Feet Apart, where I'm chatting with people in my network while we all have a little bit of extra time on our hands at home. We will cover who they are, how the coronavirus is affecting their network, tips they have for staying sane during this time of chaos, and so much more. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am here with Ryan Templeman, a man of many professions and Skills and all the things. So, Ryan, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody how we know each other.
1: All right. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, my name is Ryan Templeman. I'm a loan officer with Bay Equity Home Loans uh, in Livermore, California. Uh, I've been with Bay Equity for about three years and uh, love my job, love helping people um, refinance, buy. Um, but yeah, Brittany and I go way back. Um, <laughs> Probably since you were born. Yep. Around that time. So Brittany, for those, Brittany's cousin Ryan and I have been best friends or, you know, very close friends since we were in kindergarten. And uh, her cousin Ryan was the best man at my wedding. Bought my first house with him. We bought a bachelor pad. (laughs) Um, You know, we're both single thinking we're going to make a ton of money. And uh, so anyways, (laughs) but I've, I've known her family very well.
0: Celebrated many a holidays together. Many
1: holidays, many uh, Thanksgivings. Yep. Uh, come over for dessert and drinks, and then uh, I coached Ashley in soccer. Her sister. Oh Ashley. my
0: god! I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, known the Hill family for a very long time, and I mean, we got Brittany and I got to work together a little bit last year too.
0: We did at Hart Middle School. Shout out. That's right. For when you were you're back to your administration days.
1: Yeah. So if I was a former life. Uh, teacher, high school history teacher, baseball coach, and then I went into administration and became a vice principal all throughout Pleasanton, and then after a few years realized, you know what, I like seeing my own kids. I yeah. didn't get to see my own kids, so I made a change, and it's been great, but I still go back and help out the schools if they need help and substitute as a vice principal, which I got the pleasure of doing <laughs> last year at Hart Middle School. Yeah. Um, something that was, I was told it was going to take two weeks, which was fine, <laughs> and it turned into uh, the entire school year. But <laughs> but I had to scale it back so I could only do a couple of days a week because I was so busy with my real job. <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty cool that my my boss let me do that.
0: Yeah. Well, lucky us. So for this conversation, I think we'll focus more on your um, loan of course. loan background. So... Um, how have you seen the coronavirus and kind of everything being put on hold? How is it affecting your industry?
1: Um, a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's every day it's, uh, I mean, I could list the many, many things. Obviously you have a lot of people now that are unemployed. Right. Um, whether, I mean, hopefully it's just temporary. Uh, you have a lot of people that can't make their mortgage payments. So they've requested something called forbearance, which is like a temporary forgiveness. Well, it's not forgiveness, but it's basically you ask the lender to, hey, can you just not require me to make a payment for six months, whatever it might be? There's a, there's a catch to all that stuff, though. Um, you know, we got less people wanting to potentially sell their house because they don't want people coming inside. Right. You In know, a lot of virtual um, virtual tours. People are buying houses just by looking at something online, which. You know, I think majority of people would think is absolutely nuts. Um, I remember when I bought my houses, my dad always told me every time you go into a house, go flush the toilet and open oh, and all the sinks. Turn oh, on, I've never
0: the heard works. about that. That's great yeah, advice. So make
1: sure, make sure the toilets work. Make sure the sink, you know, the water, everything. Yeah. So buying a house, especially an existing house, right now, not being able to do that sounds stupid. But um, and then another big like appraisers. Mm-hmm. A lot of appraisers are you know like we don't want to go into a house, right? Like. So there's some alternative things that have uh, come up, um, but at least in the mortgage industry, there's a lot of things that have kind of a, a lot of temporary, uh, I guess, measures that have been taken in order to, you know, combat this. And um, obviously, we're all hoping that it, you know, starts to ease up a little bit and make things better. But we, um, you know, I think in the news every day, the mortgage industry, real estate, it's one of the forefront things that people talk about. And right. There's definitely uh, some changes, and we get, you know, every week I get a new update on. Hey, by the way, here's here's some new guidelines for this. Totally. So it kind of gets frustrating because sometimes you're in the middle of a loan, right. and a big change comes across, and you're like, God, I gotta go tell the borrower that this or this now has to happen. Right. And it's just it is what it is. So I try to now with new clients or you know, try to set expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. You're doing financing during a pandemic, so some things could change, you know, as far as, you know, what I'm asking you to do or what what documents I might need. Yeah. Um, so just be prepared for that, and we'll make it happen, though.
0: Right. And is your, is your official title, is it a loan officer?
1: Yeah, so I'm a loan officer. Okay. Um, and what and does I, that mean for
0: people who are kind of new to the world of purchasing a house for the first time? So a loan
1: officer is basically the guy that does all the financing for your loan. So you you need to get qualified, pre-qualified for a home loan. Uh, a lot of people go to a bank. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't work for a bank. I work for a direct lender,
0: okay.
1: um, but a loan officer in general is someone that is going to originate your mortgage loan. We're going to start the process, take your application, collect your documents, lock in your interest rate. Um, and do all that stuff. And so loan officers, they can work at a bank, like a you know a money center bank, like a Wells or Chase. Mm-hmm. They can work for a lender like us. Um, you can also broker, which that's a whole nother thing, but um, my, you know, I don't work for a bank and I can, I have the ability to broker. So I can take your loan, for example, like yeah. if I look at this bank or this bank, I, I have options for you. So basically yeah. loan officer is just the person that does all the money stuff
0: Okay,
1: um, And I work in conjunction with the realtor. Okay, We'll be showing you, showing people houses and yeah. writing the contract. And they're the ones that they, they confirm with me that you're actually qualified yeah. for a house so that you're not looking at million dollar homes on the weekends and wasting the realtor's time when you only qualify for 600000
0: Totally. Okay. Yeah. And so hearing, even though Matt and I have actually talked to you about all of this previously, this jargon is very hard for me to wrap my head around and I yeah. know that for a lot of people who might be listening who are in you know my own personal network yeah. there are people who you know are in relationships and maybe just got married or are about to get married and kind of on that journey to owning their their first home Yeah. so knowing what you know do you have any advice for for you know, first-time home buyers, whether it's having to do with what's going on right now with the pandemic or outside of it, maybe you could specify.
1: I think that if you're a first-time home buyer, you just want to understand the. Pro- I mean, the process isn't going to really change. Like, you're still going to have to fill out an application. You're still going to have to da- have a down payment. Yeah, maybe an appraisal. Like, the the process is going to be the same. There's just a couple things. Like, there's a couple just small things that might change. But as a first-time home buyer, you don't really know that, if that makes sense, because you haven't gone through the process before. But I think, I mean, sitting down with someone like me, a loan Mm -hmm. officer, just to kind of have someone walk you through the process. I mean, I have a lot of good, you know, most lenders have a lot of good, you know, paper, you know, or, you know, documents, flyers, handouts, whatever, just to kind of help further explain the process. But, um, I mean, I, I just think, I mean, you guys met with me like, you know, a couple of years ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just to kind of, I think we met at, you know, a coffee shop yeah. you guys just me a bunch of questions. Yeah.
0: And,
1: uh, that's kind of where you start. Totally. And, um, you know, like you just get all your questions out and I think, I mean, obviously I'm not trying to sell myself, but I think one of the things that I do bring is the education background. Right. Um being a teacher, being able to try to explain things. And I always I' you know, laugh with I'm a big fan of The Office. And there's one episode where Michael Scott says, explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. So that's kind of that was the surplus episode. Um, <laughs> for, so all I, for all those office fans out there. For all the <laughs> office nerds <laughs> like me. Um, season six. No. <laughs> so the um, no, so I try, you know. You don't want to tell people too much information because you don't want to overwhelm them. Absolutely. Um, but I kind of look back at when my wife and I, we have bought three houses and we never really had anybody. Well, we had one really good experience and that was with a, a loan officer, direct lender, like like my, you know, that kind of works for a company like my I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was the only person we talked to. Um, I didn't have to get phone calls from 10 different people asking me stuff. I knew I just had to call her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And so, you know, I think as a first time home buyer, you really want someone to walk you through and hold your hand and going with uh, a lender like me, where I'm pretty much the only person you're going to talk to.
0: Got it. So you got someone like a loan officer streamlines the process and you are saying to, if you are a first time home buyer to try to make it obviously as simple as possible, So, okay. Yeah. Well, no, so
1: we just, I me mean, I hate to say like dumb it down, yes. but it's a huge investment. Yes. You're making the biggest purchase of your life. So yep. I think it's best, you know, I, I kind of put people back in our shoes when we bought a house. Um, you know, luckily the one time that we just went with a, a, a lender
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of a big money, it was awesome. We yeah. just talked to that one person and that was the only person we talked to.
0: Yep. Okay, awesome. And let's see, as far as with everything again kind of going on right now, mm-hmm. do you what direction do you think that the real estate market is gonna go in? Like if things are on pause right now, what do you first see happening?
1: Um, I mean it's kind of tough to, you know, I get people asking me every day as far as like what I do with with rates. Mm-hmm. Are rates gonna go down? I'm like I really predicting predict that. It, it's, yeah. it's tough. because um, there's so many factors, but You know, right now I don't. I I think prices are staying, you know, fairly steady. They they might go down a little bit just because people, the number of buyers out there might decrease. So sellers are just kind of like, "Hey, we've got to get someone to look at our house." Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, in different areas of the country, it's different. You know, if you're in an area where there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, might work in the service industry, Mm -hmm. and they might have, you know, be have been furloughed or laid off, and Um, You know, so it could be certain areas where the population works in a certain type of industry. It could affect that area, but you know, where we live, you know, most of the, there's a good percentage of people that are able to work from home.
0: Right. That's so true.
1: But, you know, so I I don't know. I mean, I guess right now, like, I don't like to, I'd like to think that things are going to get better sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I think the good thing now, like, especially with like uh, mortgages and, Uh, you know, loans is back in 2008 when we had the recession. At that time, banks weren't required to have a certain amount of money, like you know, reserves in case of an emergency. And now, you know, there's some things that are put into play. And so, banks generally are better suited for something like this than they would have been 10, you know, 12 years ago. Okay. Um, but what I'm seeing right now is, you know, end of February, beginning of March, we saw a ton of mortgage applications because rates dropped and the banks got really you know obviously they're excited but that the demand was so high that they actually had to raise rates
0: wow uh, okay and
1: so it was kind of a tough you know one day talking to tell you hey Brittany you guys can get three and a half percent and then a couple of days later hey it's uh, over four percent now like, wait what happened so it's just day to day Different.
0: yeah I hear you okay well this is all just good insight it's more than i could predict myself so hearing it is <laughs> I,
1: yeah no it's i mean i kind of talk too much but no not if, at all um, you know i had one uh, yesterday for example i had a client um been going back and forth about a, a certain rate and yesterday would have cost him some money some he had to pay some what's called points okay uh and today cost him nothing. Wow. You know, so it's like, a, you know, and so. So I maybe also that,
0: waiting until you get the best rate to really like make yeah, a decision. and I try
1: to tell people too, like, you know, trying to wait for the bottom. Yeah. That's like the stocks. Like yeah. Nobody really ever, you never know when it's going to be the bottom. So for me, it's like, why don't you just lock something in? Yeah. You got you to be in your loan for six payments. Okay. And then you can refinance if rates get better.
0: Okay, cool. That's all good to know. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, you have two little ones at home. So I'm sure that this will tie into what your day-to-day life is looking like right now. But what's what's on your agenda every day during this coronavirus?
1: So I got um, a nine and an eight year old, Brayden and Zoe, and they're in fourth grade and second grade. So they're obviously doing homeschool, um, you know, online Zoom videos. They have Assignments to do it's a big adjustment. Yeah, but my wife also works from home. Yeah um, So we're both you know, and I have I have an office in downtown They remember that I can work from home, but yeah our, Excuse me. Our daily agenda is uh, pretty much the kids. I mean school starts for them at 10
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. um, all the teachers have to kind of coordinate when totally. they're all doing their zoom. Yeah, there. so um, It starts like at 10 and then you know my wife and I are able to help, you know, we're we do obviously but um, so it's getting the kids work done, trying to get them to understand that it's not vacation. Yeah, it's still schoolwork you got to complete and um, so I mean our daily I mean the, the kids schedule kind of runs our daily agenda. Obviously I can fit in my work around that mm-hmm. um, you know I do have the ability to go help my kids if needed and if I could jump back on a phone call or my computer, uh, so be it. but we try to get outside as much as possible. Where um, you know the kids are really into riding their bikes now. Okay. In fact, my daughter, who's eight and very athletic, has mm-hmm. refused to ride a bike forever. And wow! Then finally, she, she woke up, she said, I'm going to ride my bike.
0: Oh, oh my and
1: god! Learn to ride it, and so she like we let her do it. And so all day she was riding her bike. So that's been awesome. Um, you know, my wife and I try to exercise every day too. Mm-hmm. Do something at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. We're we're cooking a lot, mm-hmm. which is cool. We're doing a lot of dishes because we're cooking a lot. Oh my gosh, so,
0: so many dishes. Our has gone up. I know.
1: <laughs> it has. So, now, um, so our agenda is kind of run by our kids. Okay. Um, you know, we're kind of doing stuff with my parents. My parents, you know, live over in Pleasanton. And, yeah. You know, it's tough. They get they don't get to see their grandkids who live five minutes away. So, we actually went over for dinner the other night and we ate in the driveway. Oh, you know, we I sat at the bottom that. of the driveway, they sat at the top. And in fact, they're going to come over in a little bit tonight. And, they're bringing food over and we're going to do the hidden seat in the backyard. That's you know? great. I,
0: th- I've, we've actually been doing the same with my parents. Um, you know, sitting outside, obviously six feet apart. And I do think it's important to see your sure. family right now, whether it's important or on calls or just staying connected, I think is.
1: Yeah. But our, it is, it is a groundhog day, you yes. know, everything the same day. And, oh, yes. Yep it's nice when it's the weekend when it's actually the weekend you know every day is like wait what day is today but on saturday and sunday we can we don't have to worry about the kids yeah school because it's kind of tough i mean even those fourth and second grade trying to get organized
0: i can imagine i i can only imagine especially with the younger kids i obviously am teaching middle school where i can you know push out assignments tell them the due dates they can do it on their own. We've been doing yeah. this all year. Whereas for the elementary kids, I know that it's more of okay. Here are your assignments for each subject every day right. that they're not going to be able to do on their own without some guidance. I'm assuming from parents. Yeah, so that's a lot and of it's work.
1: stuff too. I mean, we're, my wife and I are blessed; we can work from home and be present. Yeah. We also both are have teaching backgrounds, not totally. elementary school. Yeah. Then those kids that whose parents have to work or you know. they. It's it's a really tough thing. But anyways, I'm yeah. kind of all over the place. But yeah, I mean, our agenda is kind of revolved around our kids, but yeah. we try to fit in a couple of things. Yeah, throughout the day. That's um,
0: great. Um, do you have any fears in all of
1: this? Um, I think at first there was a lot of fear. Um, you know, with our family and mm-hmm. our biggest concern, obviously, is our kids. Yeah. Um, but you know. I had a lot of fear the first few weeks of the shelter-in-place because mm-hmm. I was watching the news all day. Yep, um, you know I have CNBC on to watch like the the market, but they also are obviously talking about coronavirus and all the press briefings, and it just got very uh, frustrating. Um, just and so I think now we're, we're kind of at the point where we're ready. I mean, we're not ready to like, hey, let's just all start hanging out tomorrow, but mm-hmm. you know. It'd be nice if some stuff opened up. Yes. Um, just n- not for like, oh god, I just miss going to a restaurant. It's more for like the restaurant people, like for yeah. them to actually start, because all the small businesses that are impacted by this. I'm just hopeful that we can kind of resume some normalcy soon. Yeah. yeah. I would hate to think that we're going to be wearing gloves and masks for the rest of our lives. Right. And be able to shake my friend's hand and um, you know yeah. hug, hug my family.
0: Yeah. We as well are really looking forward to a hopeful update that we get on May 4th from the government. We're, I mean, I think a lot of people are almost like hanging on to that as, ooh, th- this is going to be an update when realistically it could either be that shelter in place is continuing or it's not. And there's just, even like what you were saying with the market, there's so much unknown that mm-hmm. we just, we're all in a waiting period.
1: Yeah. No, it's, uh, I don't know. And one, like, I'm not trying to be funny, but one thing that we heard we fear is that the shelter in place, you know, you've heard, like, over the summer, things can get okay because the heat can kill yeah. the virus or whatever. And then in the fall, we might be back to shelter in place. Oh, and we yeah. about, oh my gosh. We're going to, like, our poor kids.
0: Yeah. I and, fear that. Trust me. I definitely fear not going back to school in the fall. That yeah. is one of my big things that I think about all the time, obviously, being a teacher. So
1: totally, I'm right so, there with you. I guess it's that you can't just kind of whittle it down to having one fear yeah and we also it's like you can't you know you can't not go do stuff because you think you might get sick as long as you're taking precautions yeah uh, for you and your family
0: yeah absolutely you know, that's kind of
1: our mindset right now
0: what about anything that you've um, kind of come to appreciate about this time
1: Oh, I mean, the number one is my family, being yeah. able to spend the quality time with my kids and my wife. Um, yeah. There's tough There's tough days, there's great days, yep. uh, but it's all the things that we should be doing normally. We should be yeah. outside more. The kids should be off the computer, they should be off their iPods, we should be going for runs and bike rides, mm-hmm. and, you know, so that's been a blessing is to just kind of be, for me to be accessible to my kids and yeah. my job already, like I can work from home if I need to mm-hmm. anytime I want. Uh, sometimes I do go to my office to get a little break but, um, like this morning but uh, yeah so that, that's I'm I'm grateful for that I'm yeah. grateful for my job yeah I mean I, I am helping people yeah and I'm still you know it's kind of a survivor's guilt mm-hmm. um, where there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs or whatever it is and yeah I, I'm like you know right now I'm I'm busy. Yeah, I'm blessed, but yeah. it's one of those things. That I'm in a networking group, okay. and there's people in there that you know their their job. I'm a travel agent.
0: Yeah. And
1: they're, and they're like they're close to retiring, and they're like, "We got to find a new job." I don't have any travel booked for the. Everything had to be canceled for the next two years. Totally. So I feel horrible, and they go, "Hey, how are you doing?" I'm like, "Um, I'm
0: good." I know yeah. exactly what. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It really illuminates just a lot of that—the things that we can be fortunate about right now. But then, and of course, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you think about the people who are in other circumstances. So that's I I hope, I'm kind of
1: hope—I'm I'm kind of hoping this time, not just not for us, but for a lot, like a lot of companies. And um, I mean, obviously, we're seeing a lot less traffic, a lot less uh, pollution in the air and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm kind of hoping companies kind of look and see: God, our people are actually more productive. Or the same, if not more. So we don't need them to commute an hour to work. Yes. Um, you know, to go sit in an office and be on the computer.
0: Yes. Well,
1: that's kind of something I'm hoping. You know, I'm, I know so companies are looking is. at that. but yeah. uh, That's a yeah, great I, I mean, there's a lot of positives to come. You know, to the silver linings for this.
0: Yeah. All right, and finally, last question for you: What three tips do you have for people to stay sane? During quarantine,
1: Uh, how appropriate should (laughs) not be. You know, because everyone jokes about half the hour being earlier now.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, trust me, that's not my
1: tip. (laughs) But uh, three tips, I would say, um, especially if you're like used to like for you a teacher. Yeah, your life at work is run by bells.
0: Oh my God, tell me about
1: it. And you have, but you have. That's what I missed about teaching is I had the transit like. Between this and this class, I always would eat a snack. And Between yeah. this and this, I would go like I had a routine. Yeah. And so I think having a routine is huge. Okay. Um. So every like night, it. and I did every night, I write down my goals for the, the next day in mm-hmm. my to do list. Okay. So that when I wake up, so whether it's wash my car right. or do whatever along with what I want to do for work. Yep. Um, I write that down. So write down my daily to do okay. list and goals the night before. Uh, get outside. Yep. I can get outside. The weather's pretty great right okay. now. And my last one is uh, learn something new.
0: So my wife that. and I have been
1: cooking a lot. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been actually trying to learn guitar. Amazing. Uh,
0: you can jam did. out with Matt. He's doing the same thing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I think if you're trying to learn something new, yeah, it makes it fun. So I think, yeah. So daily goals, get outside, learn something new.
0: Fantastic. Those are yeah. so great. I've been hearing a lot of the... The same type of goals from a lot of people. And I I hope that people are actually implementing some of these, these tips. So this was so great. I really appreciate you getting on here and I hope that it illuminates some things about maybe the real estate market or the loan process or um, just some, some tips that you have for other people listening.
1: No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you reaching out and having me on here and appreciate the time and All right. Yeah, hope you're staying safe and healthy.
0: That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. This is your daily reminder that even though we have to stay six feet apart, there's no better time to stay connected. So go text someone you love and let them know that you're thinking of them. I know I'm going to. Bye.